the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're here talking about cars and car repair stuff. And if you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, Gil, are we Okay. I'm going to bring myself down there. Is that okay? A little bit more. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, good enough. I'll turn up my headphones and we'll be done. We seem to be a little frazzled today because Mark got to the shop and was going to get the radio studio set. And I heard a fan running in the shop. So I went into the shop and I turned off the fan. And I thought I had to go outside to turn it off with the door shut behind me. And I'm locked out of the shop completely. (laughs) And so I had to call my son and him come down and let me in. So anyway, we're we're fine. And the phone number again is 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, then give us a call. One of the things that we're seeing a lot of is we're seeing a lot of work that is kind of special. It's it's diagnostic work that's kind of special. We're seeing decarbonization of, of engines, and that's something that you need to do. But in your owner's manual, it doesn't appear anywhere at any time. So then we have things where we're going to um, we're going to line your front end. But if your front tires are wearing normally, and normally is, the outside edges of both your front tires are just a tiny bit different than the inside edge. Because as you turn right and turn left, the tire kind of rolls over on the outside edge. So we see all kinds of alignments issue. And it's pretty lucrative to do an alignment. And here's why. The equipment we have today is like self-service stuff. You hang up four heads. You punch in the car. It tells you right away what, where you're at and, and how to do it. There's many of us that don't need direction on how to do it. But somebody that's brand new in the industry... It wouldn't take them long to learn that. So we've got those kinds of things. And then we've got synthetic engine oil put in your car. And they'll put the door sticker at 3000 or 5000 where your owner's manual is going to call from 7500 to to 1000 miles. And I know some of you are concerned about taking an oil way past the 3,000-mile mark. But you, you don't need to. Now, an oil-burning vehicle... If it's burning oil, you're not going to want a synthetic. You're going to want a straight weight, like a 30 weight or a 40 weight. That will help control the oil consumption. You won't, you'll still have almost the same amount of blue smoke out the tailpipe, but it will still help you. And if you go to a 30 weight or 40 weight, it'll help you more. I'm going back through a lot of, oh, and I got a caller, and I'm going to admit it. We messed up at our shop. The lady brought her car in, and she was consuming oil. And I'm not quite sure what the guys did, but I've got to I've got to call into them to ask them. 
but I would imagine they checked to see if one of the spark plugs was fouled, and we can do that by putting it on the scope, and evidently the spark plugs weren't fouled. They looked at the, the everything imaginable, and they found no oil leaks whatsoever. So they just said to the customer, we don't know why you're using oil. In reality, she took it to some other shop, and they found a PCV valve and the hose that services vacuum to the PCV valve as being defective and the hose had collapsed. The PCV valve wasn't working and PCV stands for positive crankcase ventilation. So what we're doing is, is we're hooking up a vacuum cleaner to the motor and we're drawing a small amount of air out of the engine every minute you're driving. And then we're going to send that into the combustion chamber and send it out the tailpipe. So positive crankcase ventilator means we're kind of sucking air out of the engine and we're burning the air and whatever oil mist it's got. But if your PCV valve doesn't work, then the inside pressure of the engine is going to overcome the weakest gasket and you're going to have an oil leak that you didn't have before. And that's exactly what happened to us. So we went through all but four technicians who had the day off. We went through the process again just to remind them that the PCV valve and the PCV valve hose is one of the biggest um, things we look for when a car starts leaking oil. And they, most of them laughed at me, but they wanted to know who worked on the car. And I told them I didn't know. Actually, I do know who worked on the car, but I wasn't going to tell them, so they didn't tease them and stuff like that. Had a short conversation with him. He says, I recognize my mistake. I didn't look at that, and I'm sorry. And I said, okay, we're done. That's it. So I have to extend the same courtesies to my staff as people did to me when I was younger. Ken Vivian, uh, Chuck Nyday, um, Jim Osman. Those guys overlooked a lot of my faults (laughs) when I... (laughs) When I was younger, uh, Jim Osmond was my high school principal. I spent a lot of time in Jim Osmond's office, and he used to have me sit in a corner, and then we developed a relationship, and I guess he liked me because at that point he would send me errands, go pick up my dry cleaning and do this and do that. So um, I, I ended up with the principal as my friend, and to the and today, um, had he not passed, then he would still be my friend. But and he and he honored me by coming to our shop and having us work on on his cars. So those are the kinds of things that uh, me are kind of special. What we don't want to do is is have one shop tell us tell you what to do, and then you go to a second shop, and you tell them what the first shop says. That's a recipe for the disaster. Um, if the diagnosis is wrong, you're the second one to regurgitate that diagnosis, so you're going to be on the hook. It's going to be up to you to fix that. Find it and fix it. We're also seeing lots of dirty battery cables. We're also seeing cooling systems that need to be flushed at 30,000 miles, and there isn't a one of you out there that has a 30,000-mile call on the cooling system unless your car is in the 70s. So the idea is is that those are real easy to sell. They're somewhat lucrative, and when I mean that lucrative, we'll have a gallon, a gallon and a half of coolant, and we'll have about a na- half an hour's worth of time as we hook up our flush machine, and we flush your cooling system, and we have clear hoses on it. So on this side, we've got green or orange coolant coming in, and on the other side is the exit hose, and we'll start with an ugly color, and we'll work until we get a pink color or an orange cover color of the coolant that's coming out of the motor. And at that point, we button it up and you're done. 
that's what a coolant system flush is. But in reality, that can cost you 100 to $125. But it's not something that you need to do um, right off the bat. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you have a car problem, you and I will discuss it. If you have something you want us to verify or deny, we can do that too. And and, and I'll be the first to admit that uh, my shop has made mistakes. I'll tell you about one that that lives in forever in my head. Um, we have this customer, a little old lady, who's been doing business with us for more than 20 years. She comes in and she pretty much okays everything. We've already marked her customer file as you better not do anything stupid to this lady because she's been a customer for 20 years. So that's seen by the service riders and the technicians. Everybody understands what that means. So she comes in, she gets her car oil changed. She drives east on Warner. She makes it about a mile and a half and she pulls off the side of the road and she calls and says, you know, my motor sounds really, really bad. and uh, it's clattering real loud, and and I don't, I'm scared to drive it. So we send the tow truck f- immediately to her facility. We tow her and the car in, and the motor is trashed. The motor is gone. It'll never live another minute. And we know what happened because when we pulled the dipstick, there is no oil in it. When we looked at the oil pan, there's no oil in it. The technician flat forgot to put oil in it. So he lifted it up in the air, he drained the oil, he replaced the filter, he greased all the grease certs, he looked underneath for problems, he checked the brakes, he airs up the tires, he drops it down, and more than likely, he was distracted by somebody in parts or a service rider. Hey, John, when are you going to get to the blue car? Uh, Probably another 30 minutes. Or calls him up front and says, "Um, we've got an appointment for Mrs. James, and she, she said that you knew what was wrong with her car. One way or the other. He didn't put oil in it. So we put an engine in it, and you don't have a choice. That's the way it is. And over the year period of 1968, when I first started working at a gas station, and when we owned our own gas station in 1979, um, we that's happened to us. At least once a year, we, make a, a, we leave the lug nuts loose. Um, in that case, we forgot to fill it with oil. Um, not too long ago, we went in and did valve covers on a car, and one of the wires off the back of the engine got underneath the gasket. The technician didn't see it. So he tightens down the gasket, which promptly blows the fuse, but nobody says anything about that. Wish We wish we would have caught it. But the customer comes, and he says, hey, I've got this problem because this circuit doesn't work. So we started the fuse panel. We're working our butts off trying to figure out what this is, and, and then John walks up, and he goes, I think this wire back here is a hot wire because it's red and it's underneath the valve cover. So we take the valve cover off, we move the wire out of the way, the short's gone, we got to fix the wire, and of course we got to apologize like crazy because we caused that mistake. I could go on and on about the mistakes we've made, but let's talk about your car. And if a mistake that you made about what you decided to do or who you listened to, and we're not going to use names of any shops or any people, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, here's the phone number you can use, 888-960-9696. Ninety-six, ninety-eight. So at the end of the day, my shop has made mistakes, and other shops have made mistakes, but it really depends on whether you step up or whether you don't. Um, I work for lots of insurance companies and law enforcement agencies, and it's not uncommon for an insurance company to say, we need a second opinion on this car. 
and after a few minutes of dodging the conversation, I'm not coming to see the car, and I'm not sending anybody to look at the car until you tell us what the whole story is. Tell us what was involved, who was involved, and all that kind of stuff. Well, there's a chain involved, and one of the tires came off. Was she just in him or her? Was she just in the shop? Yes. How long did it take for the tire to come off? About six miles. (laughs) I already know. But that, because see what happens is we put the tire on, we spin the lug nuts on two or three threads, and then we get our air gun and we do a star pattern. That's what we do. Obviously, he never tightened the lug nuts on that. So we got torn up lug nuts through the grace of God. The wheel hasn't fallen off, and the customer said something's definitely wrong in the front end because when I turn a corner, there's some heck of a thumping going on, and that's because the tire's wobbling all over the place. So we destroyed the rotor and obviously destroyed all the, the studs or the threaded portions that you put the lug nuts on. So we pulled the hub, put in new studs, and replaced the rotor and, and sent her on her way with an, a, a very sincere apology. So I think my message to you is this. Be careful about what everybody's selling you because business is slow and many of the new cars have much longer intervals oil change intervals that are 7,500 to 10,000 instead of 3,000. Cooling system flushes at 100,000 miles instead of 50, 60, and 70,000 miles. So your owner's manual is the Bible for your car. You have them write down what they're telling you you need. Go home, open up your owner's manual, and if it calls for a specific uh, job at 30,000 and your manual does too, then that's righteous. But be careful about the injector flushes and flushing your intake. And the, if the word flush is used, be careful about that. And it's okay for you to say, show me what it is that you see that tells me I need a flush. Here's how easy it would be. I take and I take your radiator cap off, and, and there should be green coolant in there. So I take a, a, a baster, and I suck a little out, and it's brown and ugly. And I say, this is what it ought to look like. This is brown and ugly. Okay. So the show-and-tell really works. 602-508-0960, and we'll be back in a minute. Miles Label Company would like to remind everyone listening, this Memorial Day weekend, highways will be busy with motors traveling to and from family and friends. So make sure you and your family always have a safe and sober way home, and please never drink and drive. The Safe Driver Reminder is brought to you by everyone at Miles Label Company in Tucson. For more information, visit online at mileslabel.com. That's mileslabel.com, wishing you and your family a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And Desert Vintage Restoration reminds everyone, make safer driving a part of your everyday practice. Don't text and drive, never drink and drive, and always buckle up for safety. Remember, safe drivers do save lives. Brought to you by Larry and his staff at Desert Vintage Restoration, located at 103 South River Drive in Tempe. For more information, call 480-628-0141 or visit online at DesertVintageRestoration.com. So check these guys out today at www.DesertVintageRestoration.com. They urge you to always do your part by driving safely and soberly. This is Seth Leibson of 960 The Patriot in Phoenix for townhall.com. It came and went without much notice, but last week a new report showed drug deaths increased last year to nearly 110,000 Americans, an increase from the previous year's nearly 107,000 deaths. And these are undercounts, just drug poisonings. They don't include drug-involved suicides or fatal car crashes. Consider, with drug deaths, we are now losing the equivalent of two major commercial airline crashes per day in America. This isn't carnage, it's slaughter. As for children with COVID, we closed schools, shut down athletic and other programs, vaxxed and masked our kids, and scared the heck out of them. 
Yet in 2021 alone, we lost 154% more children from drug poisonings than COVID, and it's getting worse. We are actually witnessing a decrease in life expectancy. That's unheard of in a society as wealthy, educated, and developed as ours. We can ignore this problem, we can appease it, or we can roll up our sleeves and actually do something to stop the slaughter. I'm Seth Leibson. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Charlie Kirk here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday we're here talking about cars. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Tell me about your car, your make and model, and tell me what the symptoms are, and then I'm going to ask you questions. Or you can say, I was told this, and what do you think about that? And those are the kinds of questions that you have. Today, the flushing is going crazy. Now, we flush your radiator. We flush your brake system, we flush your cooling system, we flush your engine, we flush your transmission, and we flush your differential. That's typically what the flushes talk about. A lot of that stuff is 100,000-mile call, like the differential, perhaps the transfer case on your vehicle. But at best, they'll be 80, so 80 to 100,000 miles. Your oil change, depending on the kind of oil you're putting in your car or they're putting in your car, your oil change would be somewhere between 3,000, 7,500, and 10,000. Here's the real shame of it. If you're charged for a synthetic oil change, that's north of 100 bucks. Then they put a call back in on the door sticker of 3,000 or 5,000 miles. Now, they know that that oil will go a lot longer than conventional oil. Conventional oil is the oil we've had for 30 years. And then we went to a semi-synthetic. And no one really knows what semi-synthetic is. You'd think that it would be half conventional oil and half synthetic. But in reality, nobody knows. But then synthetic oil is the big dog king daddy. The synthetic oil protects your engine much better than any other oil, unless it's oil burning. Unless your car burns a lot of oil or leaks a lot of oil, you wouldn't want to use a synthetic. But the synthetic has a much wider package of protection down to like 60 below zero and well over 250 degrees and you're likely to be in big trouble when you hit 250 260 
as far as the engine temperature is concerned. So you have an oil that protects you in the worst case scenario, but at 3,000 miles, you don't have an oil that's going to last very long because conventional, it's mother nature, and it doesn't have a lot of, of package of additives and stuff, and it's what we've had for the last 30, 40, 50 years. But semi-synthetics and synthetics are somewhat new for the last maybe 20, 25 years. But the problem I'm seeing is is we're still, still seeing shops, every once in a while I see this, shops with, a, with an oil sticker, and they'll put it up in the upper windshield, and they say you're due with this mileage. And then you look at the work order, and the work order says 31000 and they're calling you back at 34000 but then on the work order it's got synthetic oil in it. Synthetic oil can go three to four times as long as a conventional oil. You can put a synthetic oil in your car. It doesn't make any difference what year it is. You can use a synthetic and elongate your your uh, your oil change. But here's another problem, and I'm going to admit to, the shorter oil changes give us, my industry, an opportunity for you to for us for to sell you stuff. The shorter oil changes, the longer ones. Many of our customers don't come in but once a year. Many of them come in once every six months. That's about it. But if we put a shorter call date on there or a call mileage, we get the opportunity when you come in to sell you something. There's a difference between sell you something and identifying a problem that exists. There's a big difference. Um, And you have to protect yourself. And that's all there is to it. You have to protect yourself. Tires is another thing. We we have a 10-year expiration on tires, and there's a, a code on the tire that tells you what year the tire was made. So if you have a 19 and we're in 23, that 10 years is, hasn't happened yet. But then again, sometimes we'll find somebody who tells the customer, your tires are expired. And if the customer doesn't ask, well, tell me how you know that and show me what where that information's at, then the customer's going to buy four tires, and that's going to be it. And that's used um, often, not on a regular basis, but often to sell you tires. There's a couple of places that don't do that, which is Discount Tire and some other tire companies. They're playing by the rules, and when you come in with a 10, 10-year-old tire or an 11-year-old tire, there's many of us, my shop included, that we won't touch that tire. We won't even rotate that tire, and we're going to make it a point on your work order to document that you were told that you got a 12-year-old tire on there. And that's what it's all about. We've got a caller, and who might that be? Say good morning to Nelson. Nelson, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning. I'm looking for some, for some information today. Um, I recently bought a Dodge with the 5.9 in it, and the uh, previous owner had installed one of these edge products uh-huh. and so my question is it says that level one and is uh, recommended for daily driving and record and number three is recommended for all-around driving and performance and number two is for towing uh so my question is uh you just leave it in because uh, we're in the summer now and it's going to get pretty hot out here so i was concerned about you know the towing aspect of it if you kind of educate me on just you just leave it in two and what's the operating range for the exhaust gas temperature uh what what is the maximum on that you, you don't want to get into to melt the motor down? Okay, I can answer that. First of all, do you have a pencil handy? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, you're going to call um, 480-598-1500. 480-598-1500. Okay. 
One, okay. two, three, four. One, okay. two, three, four. You're going to ask for Alan. And okay. we install Edge products, and he will tell you and answer every question you have. But I can answer okay. some of them, okay? Your EGTs, exhaust gas temperature, aluminum melts at sustained temperatures of 1,100. And you're in big trouble when you get north of 1,600 if you don't back out of the throttle. So okay. some, some guys will be climbing a hill with their trailers. And when that happens, yeah. we'll get up to 1,100. But that's okay. And Mark does the same thing. Mark hauls horses okay. all the time. And so 1,100. Yeah. But I don't even come close to 15 or 1,600. As far okay. as the, as far as what was the other question you had on the edge, the edge has a variety of programs depending on what you need, and oh, the yeah. ed, the it it'll Alan will tell you if you're hauling a horse trailer he's going to want to know if it's a two horse or a four horse, he's going to mm-hmm. want to know where you drive whether it's up to Payson or what's up to Sholo because there's lots of grades and stuff like that, so yeah. you just your EGTs is a good thing to watch. And then the other thing is, is your oil temperature and your coolant temperature. There's a lot of old guys that are afraid to death of an oil temperature that's north of 100. But in reality, uh-huh. we see, we see, it, and the and the oil temperature can be less than the coolant sensor. So the coolant temperature might be 220, and your oil might be, oh, I don't know, 150 to 200. It's okay. It's okay. okay. The synthetic oils turn to a tart 500 degrees. So if you're using a synthetic, then you've got a lot of oil space, so to speak. Um, if you're mm-hmm. using a conventional oil, that's going to turn to a tar somewhere around 200 to 250. So if you're running 260 on, on your oil temp or on your exhaust, well, not on exhaust, on your oil temperature, you might want to back out of the throttle and slow down a little bit. Okay. And another thing, you're not going to, if the, let's pretend your edge has five levels with with one being the lowest performance and two and five being the highest performance. You can start at five, but you're going to have to work your way down until it runs good. Nelson, if you have a second question, stay right there. I, I'm up against a break. And anybody else who wants to call, 602-508-0960. We've got four lines open, 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem, and I'll be back in a few minutes talking to you. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizin Kizumab Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, 
asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes, When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. All about that demon Welcome back, everybody. Thirty-four minutes after the hour, ten o'clock. Um, if you've if you've been to a repair shop, please don't mention the name. But if they gave you a laundry list of things you need to do, then call me six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and let's go over the list because there's a specific reason and there's a specific time frame, and your owner's manual is going to tell you. And your owner's manual is written for Alaska to Hawaii from the the northeast to the southwest for Arizona and then you got Montana and Idaho as cold places South Dakota cold North Dakota cold so your owner's manual is going to cover all those places and don't let anybody talk you into a flush of your radiator at at 10,000 miles or 20,000 miles don't let them do that but ask them please to just write down what it is you need and then just write and there initial it and put their phone number on it no matter what kind of shop you're at a chain store an independent store or a dealership store there's a good chance they're not going to write it down especially if it's not true and that's what happens in our industry especially when it's not true so I hey, my son just walked in the door and I just had a guy call me about the edge 
and I turned your phone number over to him. He wants to know what the difference between one and two and three and four is. So I gave him your phone number, and your not your your cell phone, but your office phone number. So my son Alan just walked in the door, and he handles the performance side of our business. So he does the tires and wheels and the exhaust systems, and does all that kind of stuff. Um, and and his his business is a lot more fun than my business because my business is a mechanical side. So we tell you about the bad news and what the cost is. His side, people come in, he gives them a checklist, and they check shock absorbers, bring the nose up two inches, dual exhaust, and put an edge programmer in there and give me about 25% more, percent more power. That's his fun stuff. But usually when you're dealing with mother and father and high school kids and college kids, um, you're usually giving them some kind of a, you're due for this according to your manual. So if your manual says 60,000 miles for a flush of your cooling system, that's 60,000 miles. The problem is, is we don't always have that information. So it's not uncommon for good shops to say, I already went into your manual in your glove box, and these are the, the jobs you need to have done if you've not already had them. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question. And who might that be, Gil? Say good morning to Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I have a question about batteries. Um, I have an older car that I only might drive maybe once every couple months. Now, when I'm not driving it, I've been kicking off, the un- unconnecting the battery. But should I do that and, in addition, just attach a maintenance charger to it when it's it's going to be sitting for like like two months. Okay, okay, that's easy. Um, I've got a backhoe and I've got a bobcat up at the ranch that I, I have that same problem. And so what I do is I just put a trickle charger on them, a trickle charger that you can plug into 110. I park them kind of close to the to the, ter- the terminal, the, the outlet that I'm going to use at the barn, and I leave a trickle charger on them all the time. Now, you can oh. take the cable off and just charge the battery, but if the cable got a clean connection to the battery you don't have to take the cable off because this electricity going to your battery is nothing compared to the rest of the electricity going to your engine so you're not going to hurt anything i've never seen anybody hurt anything unless they switch the wires and that'll usually pop a fuse or a fuse link but no you can just put a just just find one go to amazon and and clary trickle charger and find something that's got 400 500 reviews and they're all five stars and, and well, my regular you, charger will my regular charger charges it and then switches to maintenance mode okay well you can certainly use that because your, your charger is going to look at the voltage if it's anything below 11 or 12 or could be even 13 then it's going to bring it up somewhere between 13 and 14 degrees and then it's going to go to trickle so you can follow that with your own meter you'll know exactly what's going on not with your own meter, your voltmeter. I mean your voltmeter. So while it's charging, you put the voltmeter on it? Um, yeah, you sh- of course. Of course. Yeah, positive to positive and negative to negative. And here's the key. Check it before you turn on your um, your uh, uh, charger. Uh-huh. Um, a fully charged battery is between 13 and or right around 13 volts. At least 1 over 12. That's a fully charged battery. And when the alternator kicks in, it's usually going to be in the 14.2 to 14.5 range. And then it will settle down at 13, and then it will, after it settles down at 13 or even a little less, then it'll back off the, the uh, charge. Uh, when you buy a new battery, should you look and see how old the new battery has been sitting there on the shelf? 
Um, not really, because everybody that sells batteries understands you're going to sell a lot of them, so your inventory is never going to be short. So unless you buy a, a, a unless now I'm using this as an example for everybody, you drive through Tombstone and you need a battery, um, you might ask him to point out the date date code of when the battery was made. That may be a time you need it. And, and under those circumstances, but in Phoenix and Tucson and Flagstaff and all the rest of the big cities in town, we're not going to have a battery that's old. Well, the the, the word in, in in Phoenix with the temperatures here is that you should change your battery every two years, no matter what. Well, I, I I don't know that I agree. Two or three years. I mean, we've pulled them out at four years, and so it just really it a battery has. I'm told by the battery experts that it has a bounce uh, of about. X amount of times you can charge it and deplete it and charge it and deplete it, and after you get to there, then you're going to run into battery problems. But the very first hint is is that the crank it cranks over slower than it used to. So when you hit the key, cold or hot or whatever, it goes and that's fast. And you hit the key and you and you hear and then you hear it start. Well, that's that's a battery that's having a tough time with voltage, and when the battery starts to die, instead of giving the battery nine and a half, ten volts, it's going to drop down to nine or less, and that's when you're going to hear a difference in your starter. Well, I heard it was ten point six. Well, you want to change it out? Well, I I disagree with that. God, if I did that, then uh, well, first of all, ten point six. What you got to do is you got to charge the battery first, and you got to check the electrical system on the car, because you have to make sure the infrastructure is good. But if you got a three or four year old battery, and after sitting there for a, you know a week or something like that, you're down to eight point eight, then I take the, I take the cables off the battery. I charge just the battery, and if the same happens, then you need a battery. I we we have we test it because we just punch in your car, and we know how much the starter takes two hundred and fifty amps, and so the charger is going to hit that battery with two hundred and fifty amps, right, and as if it was cranking. That's about it. And it's going to see if the voltage drops below 9.6. If it drops below 9.6, you need a battery. If it's up there 10 north, it's going to be okay. I see. Okay. All right. Thank you, very, thank you, Gary. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And the lines are wide open. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? Uh, About three years now. Isn't it hard to make money with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy when you fill up at stations like Circle K. Wait, are you saying you get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas from participating stations like Circle K. Use promo code PHOENIX for an extra 50 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code PHOENIX for a 50 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code Phoenix. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. 
And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This Memorial Day, 960 AM, the Patriot would like to salute our fallen servicemen who gave their last full measure of devotion, that this nation might live free under God. While all gave some, they gave all. The world can never forget what they have done to secure our freedom. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on The Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Welcome back, everybody. The phone number, if you have a car question or if you got an argument with your brother or you got an argument with your wife and or the owner's manual, then we're pretty good at talking about that. 602-508-0960. 602 508 0960 and the 960 is obviously the Patriot here in Phoenix and it's you're on we're on the 960 radio dial on the AM side. When I was talking to Gary about batteries, he used like a 9.6 number and that's kind of when you're cranking over the engine to start the car. Let's say we disable the ignition system. So instead of the car starting like this, it goes okay, we want it to crank for a while. It should never drop below 9.6. As a matter of fact, most cars won't even drop below 10, and then they'll start clicking the starter. So you hit the key, and it goes click, 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 click. It's kind of a ratcheting noise. It's easy to test a battery, but you can't because you can test it with a digital voltometer, and you can test it when it's just sitting there, and then you have your wife crank it over, and you watch the voltmeter. If it drops below 9.6, you got a problem. But most of them will only lose a volt from starting voltage. So a 12-volt battery can be 13 volts. And often that is. With the key off and the door shut, the battery can be at 13. But I still don't want it to drop below 9.6. So if it's 13, most cars will lose 2 volts, maybe 3. So if it's 13, then we back up 2 and and we're sitting there at, what, 12 volts? Did, Did I do my math right, Gil? Anyway, so if it's just a matter of the 9.6 is the floor and 14 is fully charged, and that's the most you should get out of your alternator. 
Gil, who have we got? Say hello to Sharon. Sharon, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a question about a 2000, uh, I'm going to say 2012, 2011 Hyundai Tucson. Okay. And sometimes when we... Park the car or we go sitting here, it won't go, and we have to get lift off the little plate uh, uh, the shift lock levers and push that with a bobby pin or something to, to get it to go in or out of here. Why oh. does it like it? Okay, what I hear you saying is is that when you go to start the car, it won't go. There's no noise at all. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, it goes into gear and it goes out of gear. Or I mean, it drives. It just sometimes won't go in or out of gear. Okay, and it's so like you're using stuck. some kind of a device uh, and the console probably to unlock the shifter. Is yes. that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, um, that's that's pretty easy. There's a neutral safety switch in there, and the neutral safety switch is only supposed to let you start it in park and in neutral. And when the new, neutral safety switch falls out of adjustment or gets really, really, really dirty. Um, oftentimes, this is an easy, on a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 2 or a 3. So to go in there and check the neutral safety switch. Now, is, is yours a manual or a standard? It's, it's, a, it's a standard. Or Sharon? Automatic. Yes, automatic. Sharon? Hello? 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 Okay, well, Sharon just dropped. <laughs> She has a standard uh, automatic, she said. Oh, boy. Okay, we got you back, Mark. Oh, okay, okay. Sharon, this isn't an, it, a difficult diagnosis. Um, sometimes when it goes into park, it doesn't push the button that says it's in park, and it's just an adjustment. So if you describe it like you did for me, there's most shops. Most shops will be able to diagnose it. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you, Sharon. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. There's lots of lots of um, sales of spark plugs, and certainly for the last five years or even more, um, we're doing spark plugs between seventy-five and a hundred thousand miles, unless you have a problem where you're consuming oil. And usually when you're consuming oil, you'll have one or two cylinders that are going to burn a little bit of oil with gas. That's going to foul the spark plugs. But there's no reason to replace all of them. Just replace the two or the one that's fouled. And sometimes we're going to take the spark plug and we're going to raise the heat of the spark plug. We're going to make it burn hotter, which will reduce the amount of oil consumption in that cylinder, no, it'll reduce the 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 uh, the burn of the oil while it's in the cylinder. It's going to change it, so it's a good idea if you have a problem where you're blowing blue smoke or using oil. Sometimes we'll go with a hotter spark plug, which will help the engine not misfire, and the hotter spark plug will burn the gas, the air, and what little oil you still have. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Actually, you're all done with your brakes, Mark, until the top of the hour. Did I bail out early? Gil, did I bail? 
Okay. Uh, okay. Gil, do we have any callers? Henry? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Henry. How can I help you? Okay, question of the year. In a stereo system, how without GPS, how does it know that you're moving so that you can't access files like pictures and stuff like that? No GPS in this touchscreen system. Okay. What, is, what is it doing that knows that it's moving? Okay, this is a car that you didn't add this option or you didn't have anybody add this option. This is the way the car came. Right. It's the uh, it's a touchscreen stereo for a 2012 Avenger V6. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it has no GPS or anything that tracks its motion, but it knows once I'm over a certain speed, it doesn't give me access to my hard drive or my photos or anything. Okay. it It, it is gathering data. It's gathering your speed and your RPM, and it knows what your speed and your RPM, where the threshold is. It's not uncommon for the car to take over some of the things that are in there. Um, my my pickup truck, oh, my wife's new Jeep, we couldn't get it to, um, when you put it in reverse, we wanted to see the tow bar on what we were towing. And it, and it would also cut music out. So we had no music. The, the, as soon as you went to reverse, the music would stop in the, in the Jeep, and, and we would lose the rear camera. So we took it in, and they said there's been an update in the software, and now everything works right, but we still can't look at the camera um, unless we're moving. And when you're stopped, it goes to music again. So it's just those kinds of things, but it is watching your RPM and your speed and your mile per hour. And what if I was in park and I rev the engine? Would I? Would it still think, or would it know the difference between park and drive to shut no, off if, my exit? No, if your red line's at 5,000 RPM, if you're in park, you could take it to 5,000. At 5,000, the, the computer's not going to start. It's, it's going to shut off the fuel to prevent you from damaging the okay. motor. So you can do anything you want when you're in park. The computer's only going to watch the RPMs. It already knows you're in park, so you're not loaded I mean, there's okay. no load on the transmission or the gearbox, so no, the computer wouldn't is not going to care under those circumstances. The only thing you might be able to do is get on the internet and find some box that changes that. Sometimes you can plug stupid stuff in underneath the dash that will focus on one item, just one item, and you might find something there that would help you. All right, thank you for that. Okay, Henry. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question. Folks, there's a lot of things in the aftermarket that you can, well, sometimes you can, but most of the time the shop can, change some parameters. Now, when you do that as a shop, you're going to make that car run a little dirtier than normal, and you always run the risk of that car not passing emissions. But there's nothing that prevents you from adding a little bit more. And sometimes, now many times, then that won't show up on your emission test. At the same token, you're, you're messing around with the smog system of your car. And that's not a good idea because a lot of people will go from 1 to 10. Let's say your options are 1 to 10 and they go to 8. And they go, wow, this is a lot of power. What they don't understand is is the catalytic converter probably won't handle that kind of volume of, of hydrocarbons, which is gasoline the motor didn't use, and so it's sending it through the catalytic converter and out the tailpipe. And the catalytic converter is nothing more than a giant charcoal fire. And so as the, uh, the, the, the exhaust goes through it, any 
any molecules of gasoline are burnt in the catalytic converter and what comes out the tailpipe is pretty clean. The problem is, is if you go in there and you move it from 2 to 10, there's a good chance you're going to wipe out the converter. And then you're going to have a bill of somewhere between 250 and $850 to replace the catalytic converter. So those are the kinds of things you want to avoid because they're, the risk is huge and the reward is kind of small unless you go full. And then the reward is good, but at the end of the day, you're going to end up paying for some repairs that you wouldn't otherwise repair. One of the other things when you're taking your car into the shop, they're going to ask you questions, and, and there's three answers to the question. Yes, no, or I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time you had a transmission service, Mark? I don't know. Well, we'll take a look at it. So he pulls the dipstick out, and the, the fluid is brown. So then at that particular point, he shows you a quart of transmission fluid, and he puts the dipstick in that, and he pulls it out, and it's cherry red. And you just saw him use that same dipstick on your transmission fluid. That is a great thing for you to do in front of a customer and show them the significant difference in color between what new is and what old is. The only thing that doesn't really work is brake fluid. Brake fluid in time will turn to a light brown, and then it might get a little bit browner. There is some contamination in the brake fluid, but that's not enough. If you want to flush your brake fluid, that's fine. Here's the problem in our industry. Many times there's debris at the bottom of the reservoir of the brake master cylinder. So if we flush it out, we're never going to get that silt off the bottom of that reservoir. So in probably three or four months, you're going to have a, a brake fluid that looks like iced tea. And that's okay, but you can't sell the customer on it. I'm going to flush your brake system, and you're going to not be able to see the level of the fluid because it's going to be so clear. That that doesn't happen. So we all know that doesn't happen. So if they say that, they're trying to sell you a brake fluid flush, which is pretty lucrative. And one last thing, how do we do a brake fluid flush? We typically put a device on top of the master cylinder, and we put a little pressure on it. Then we walk around the car and we open up the bleeders. We start from the one furthest away, which is the right rear. Then we go to the left rear. And then we go to the right front. And then we go to the driver's side front, the left front. And we're just opening up each bleeder. And we're bleeding it until we go from brown to clear. And we'll probably use a quart of fluid, maybe a little bit more. And then we flushed your brake system. And that's something you should do probably between 75 and 100,000 miles. Or look at your owner's manual. And if it calls for 60, then you need to do it at 60. And if it causes for 100, calls for 100, then you need to do 100. But the people that bought your car or the people that made your car are the ones that you should follow. And, and oftentimes they'll say cold climate, and they're talking about below freezing for an extended period of time. They're talking about a hot climate, and that's Arizona. So that's a pretty simple thing to do. 602-508-0960 is the phone number you can call. If you have a car question, you're certainly welcome to call us. 602-508-0960. Every Saturday we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars and fluids and stuff like that. I've been trained, and I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician, and that means that there's eight automotive tests, and I've passed all the automotive tests, not to mention that I've done other things. So we'll be right back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.